So I was praying about our homily tonight and what the Lord desired to say. There's a question that, that came up that if you have kids or if you are a kid or if you've ever had kids, one that you may have probably gotten used to hearing and trying to figure out an answer to, and that's why. Kids have a way of continuing to ask why, and you give them an answer, but why, but why, but why? And sometimes you want to quit asking why because you don't know what to say after the first ten whys, right? The question that came to mind is why, what is the big deal about this day? What is it about this day that draws people in droves to come to, the, to come to Mass, to come to experience the Lord? What is it about Christmas that resonates so deeply with the human heart that, that it touches every single one of us? There's something about it. And the question, why, is what came to mind. A couple of years, probably maybe about five years ago now, I heard an image that has stayed with me ever since I've heard it that kind of begins to help us understand the why of what we celebrate today. Imagine for a moment that we're in France. It's 1944, June 7th, 1944. For the last four years, what was once one of the greatest empires in the world is now subject to the most tyrannical, the most demonic rule that has ever existed in all of human history, right? Joy is something that's a thing of the past. What became normal is, is living in fear, living with who's going to be taken next, concentration camps, executions. This is just what's norm. Hope had died a long time ago. Hope that anything could change, that anyone could overcome it, that was long gone. Now we just kind of have uh, uh, surrendered ourselves that this, this is what life is now, right? But on June 7th, 1944, the paper comes in and the headline has big words, all caps, INVASION. Allies land at Normandy. Hitler's wall is breached, right? That's the headline that you see. If you read that headline, you're not going to start flipping and say, huh, I wonder what else is in the paper today. That headline is going to mean something to you. It's going to grip you. It's going to grab you. Because if that's true, that changes everything. A hope that had been long gone is now suddenly rekindled. Maybe things can be different. Those soldiers landed at Normandy, not because they had dreams of going visit the French beaches one day, or because they wanted to check out Paris. Those soldiers landed because they came to go into battle. They came to fight. They came to liberate a people who had long been subject to a tyrannical rule. They came to set a people free who needed hope. What is that? have to do with Jesus? What is, what did, what is, how, is, how do those two things connect? I'd venture to say that Jesus, what we celebrate today, he came for the very same reason that those soldiers landed in France that day. I think for, for much of my life and for much of history, I, I almost feel like we've kind of watered down the idea of Jesus and who he is and what he came to do. For most of my life, Jesus was a guy who taught us how to love, who taught us to be kind, who said, who said nice things, he said cool things, worked some cool miracles, and those are all very good things. And I don't mean to discredit any of those very important messages. Of course, we should be kind and love. Those miracles had deep meaning. But for a lot of me, I, Jesus, he was cool and I appreciated him, but the figure of Jesus kind of seemed like a boring guy. He said these things that I've heard over and over and over again. It didn't engage me. It didn't excite me. The power of Jesus was not something that I had ever really heard of. He was just the nice guy who we see in all the pictures. Perfect face, perfect hair. That's kind of the image that we see of him, right? But Jesus coming to be born today came for the very same reason that those soldiers came. 
He comes to us today because we, every single one of us, were under the grip of a tyrant who is infinitely worse than any, any dictator that we can, we've ever seen or ever will see. A power who will not stop until every single one of us is robbed of hope, is robbed of joy, is robbed of peace. Till we believe the lies that we are not good enough, that we never will be good enough. That there's no real meaning to life, there's no real purpose. Only endless distraction after distraction after distraction until we can postpone eventually. But eventually it comes to this this sense of despair. Because there's no real meaning. What's the point? Do I actually have meaning to my life? Is there a reason why I am here? Or do I just have to keep kind of moving through life hoping that I find it someday? And distracting myself until I do. For honest, and if we kind of put down the distractions, that's the war that's being waged. I know it's being waged in my heart. And it's being waged in every single one of our hearts. This wrestling, this battle that all of us face. That no matter how hard we try on our own, I can't overcome it. I feel like I'm constantly in this battle, fighting lies, trying to figure out the purpose, the meaning, why God has placed me here. The message of Christmas is that God, Jesus Christ, became a human person to to, to wage war against the only real enemy in this world, to fight for us and to offer us freedom. More than anything, Jesus came to show us where real power lies. And that power is something that is unconquerable. He came to vanquish this enemy and to offer us the freedom, the peace, and the joy that we all are consistently searching for. And what's crazy is that no other religion in the world is is willing to make the claims that Christianity is willing to make. In every other religion in human history, it's our job to climb our way up to God. We have to work our way up there. He's sitting in his high castle, and we have to climb our way up there, do the right things. If you do these things, you'll eventually climb the ladder, and you maybe you'll experience that. Christianity is the only religion, religion that's crazy enough to claim that we have a God who loves us so much that he is willing to come down to us. To unite himself to our human nature, to be born for us. Because he couldn't let that distance, and he couldn't let the state that we all find ourselves in, he couldn't let us just sit there. That love drew him down to experience every single one of us. To come to battle for every single one of us. It flips that logic on its head. God came to fight for us. And what possesses him to do that? Why would God give everything? He didn't need to do this. What possessed him to have to come down, to become born as a person, eventually to die for us? Why would he go through all that pain and suffering? For no other reason than this. You matter to him. Your life matters to him. Your life means everything to him. However much of a mess you may feel like your life is right now, whatever you feel like your relationship with God is right now, whether it's in a great space or in a not so great space, whether there's a heaviness that the holidays often bring up for a lot of people, wherever you find your heart at this moment, you matter to God. And God will not stop until every chain is broken, every prison bar is smashed, and you experience the freedom that he created you for. That's the God who was born for us tonight, today. And I was struck as I was sitting with so many of the scripture passages that we'll hear at all the different masses today that we've heard all through the season of Advent of two words that are repeated over and over and over again. 
For us, a child is born. A son is given for us. For us is born this day a Savior. Jesus gave himself for us. We'll say in the Mass in just a few minutes, this is my body given for you. This is my blood given for you. For me and for you is the, is the whole point of this. Whenever you're tempted to despair or discouragement, whenever you're tempted to rely on yourself and just go, in your, go your own way, if you feel like a failure, you feel like your trials are never going to end, you feel like you're losing hope, know this. God will never stop coming for you. Jesus will not relent until you are free. And he will fight to the very end all for you. Simply because you in this church tonight matter to him. You matter everything to him. No matter what we have done, no matter what we will do, you matter to God. God's love for you and the power that he has to work within your life never has and never will depend upon you. And praise God for that. It's a gift that is always and can only be freely received. Because it's a gift that is freely offered. As we pray together tonight, what brings us here, I think, first and foremost, is celebration and worship and praise for the greatest gift that we could ever hope to imagine. Salvation. Freedom. Even if it's for the first time in a long time, receive that gift today. Do not let that gift go to waste. Because God, although He is all-powerful and unconquerable and ultimately victorious, He will never force that gift upon us. He loves us too much to force us into anything. If we give him a chance, if we really give him a chance, if we take a step in faith and let him work in our lives concretely, he will not disappoint. There's no greater joy than we can ever experience than that gift. That we tonight celebrate and worship a God who will not stop fighting for us until we are freed from all that holds us bound. Something else that, that resonated with me that I've heard countless times, and I'm sure we've all ca- heard countless times, one of my favorite Christmas carols. I want to end with those words today, and let that be a prayer today. God rest you merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Jesus Christ was born this Christmas day to save us all from Satan's power when we had gone astray. There's no greater tidings of comfort and joy than that message, brothers and sisters. And praise God for that good news that we can all receive today as we receive our Lord in the Eucharist. Amen.